brought to you by RunToGold.com, the premier source for monetary science applied to geopolitical, international, and economic financial news and events. Welcome back for the 12th episode of the RunToGold.com broadcast. The topic today, all bankers are liars and frauds. Have you ever wondered why bankers have such sticky fingers with your money? Is the money even yours? The following example from the Russian bankers is becoming a common occurrence with their American counterparts. Emil Aliyev, vice president of Glomex, said the measure of freezing deposit account withdrawals was introduced after a spike in demand for early withdrawals of term deposits, with many depositors explaining that they urgently wanted to transfer their money to VTB and Sparebank, Interfax reported. Both VTB and Sparebank are state-controlled. Garrigan Tussinen, president of the Association of Russian Banks, said the Globex decision, while severe, was, quote, the correct action to take. When panic strikes, the banks need to take measures. You need to pour cold water over people's heads and say, look, enough, let's stop panicking now. Who are the bankers to tell you when you can and can't take out your currency? Ah, such sticky fingers. A bailment is where a bailor leaves property in the care or trust of the bailee. Embezzlement is the act of dishonestly appropriating or or secreting assets, usually financial in nature, by one or more individuals to whom such assets have been entrusted. The the perplexing case of Foley v. Hill and others was decided in 1848 by Lord Cottenham, who stated, The money placed in the custody of a banker is, to all intents and purposes, the money of the banker, to do with as he pleases. He is guilty of no breach of trust in employing it. He is not answerable to the principal if he puts it into jeopardy. If he engages in a hazardous speculation, he is not bound to keep it or deal with it as the property of his principal, but he is, of course, answerable for the amount because he is contracted. Is this insane? This ex post facto case legalized fractional reserve banking from its inherently criminal roots of embezzlement. The practice of fractional reserve banking is universal in modern banking. Fractional reserve banking is the banking practice in which banks keep only a fraction of the value of their banknotes and demand deposits in reserve and invest the balance in interest-earning assets while maintaining the obligation to redeem all banknotes and demand deposits upon demand. This counterparty risk is greatly and is getting increasingly expensive. During the Condorcet winter, capital continues burrowing down the liquidity pyramid. As Mr. Tonson recommended treating customers with cold water on their head, the French had an interesting way of dealing with their sticky-fingered bankers. In 1794, during La Grande Terror, about 20 to 40,000 of the political and banking class lost their heads to the guillotine. Now the Americans, on the other hand, they were a little bit more civil. Under Section 19 of the 1792 Coinage Act, they provided and authorized the death penalty for such counterfeiting, so they at least afforded due process of law. Richard Fold, former CEO of Lehman Brothers, was recently punched in the nose at a gym 
in retaliation to his nefarious, fraudulent, and criminal actions at that investment bank. It appears civilization has calmed down a little in 200 years. There is an alternative to the current inherently fraudulent system. Gold money, a digital gold currency, is a licensed money service business, but not technically a bank. They are a bailment-based system. Your bullion is never on their balance sheet, so there is no counterparty risk. They can't do what they please with it. They can't lend it to anybody. All they can do is guard it and protect it while it sits in the vault. Also, holding owners are protected by strong bank secrecy laws. Holdings are free to open. This is the only reputable alternative to the current monetary and financial system that I am aware of. And, unlike the current system, they are not engaged in fraud, theft, or embezzlement. Well, this has been the 12th episode of the RunToGold.com podcast. Thanks. You've been listening to the RunToGold.com podcast, the premier source for applied monetary science on the web.